Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Main Street Universe. Myself and associate producer Janice R. White. Tonight we'll be doing a sort of belated holiday celebration as long as a year in review and, per- course, updates for the future. Be right back. Join us in our circle. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. issues 
and um, what they are, uh, how we could process them, meaning how we can get a deeper meaning out of it, and um, how it applies to daily life. Men will eventually be on the show, Daniel being probably one of the first ones, but men will eventually be on the show. In fact, I envision to have a town hall type of meeting, a radio town hall meeting, where we'll get a, a bunch of women together and a bunch of men together and talk about women's spirituality and eventually talking about just spirituality. But um, why I call it Reflections and Rhythms is that uh, we need to reflect on what's going on in the world, what's going on in religion, what's going on in spirituality, and we need to have a base rhythm about it so it can flow very easily, uh, like from basically uh, be like a song in your ear as opposed to just talking uh, randomly about things. And last year, 2015, was such a uh, reflective year for me that I wanted to see uh, how it had affected other people and what their reflections of 2015 and beyond would be, which is why I'm calling it Reflections and Rhythms. Okay, and sounds sounds good. I think it's a nice name as well. Uh, reflections and rhythms that mean I as well. And we're she, having Wendy Rule soon. Oh, okay. Yes, Wendy Rule will be soon. And she mentioned Jesse and Nichols George. Jesse is our Friday host. Friday, usually around 4 p.m. And sometimes she's on the road, so sometimes that time fluctuates. And then. That happens every Friday. It's a weekly show. Somebody you know the shows. Darren Bucare now comes on at 1 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday, so a daytime show. Back to another daytime show. That's how MSU started. 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Myself and Kevin, and then Janice came along. We used to have a couple day, daytime shows, including recently. I was just talking to the old host of Zoriana Radio, Mr. Evan Pass. Well, how is Evan? He's Doing well. He was. Well, I guess I won't share any of his <laughs> stuff on we'll there. Share later. There was. Uh, I will just say there were some bumps, and now it's smoothed out a little bit. Okay. And so, uh, okay. All of that. So he's doing well. He's way out in California still, which he loves. He's very much a, a West Coaster. Oh yeah. California is beautiful. Yeah, and. Maybe at some point he may return to do a to do a once a month show or or something like that. Right now he's kind of getting things back in order in his situation. So anyway, it was good to hear from Evan. And again, Darren Bucare, the intuitive consultant who works at Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo in Magical City of New, New Orleans, Louisiana, will be joining us tomorrow at 1 p.m. Thursdays, and that'll be a weekly show on Thursdays. Then we have another weekly show, which will be Tuesday evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and that is Green Magic, Green Medicine with Susan Weed. And Susan is an herbalist whose favorite saying is herbal medicine is people's medicine, the medicine that grows right outside your back door. 
Susan runs the Wise Woman Center up there in the Catskills of New York. And like Janice's theme, her show is very much into women's spirituality and is, a, I think, one of the higher-up students for Z Budapest, if you're familiar with Z. Oh, yeah, I met her. Yes, her and Z are still friends. And Z is sometimes on her other show. Susan has another show called ah. Ask Susan Weed. Actually, I'd like mm. Susan to come on my show eventually. She may. Yeah. She may. She sets. She kind of sets aside a media night and usually kind of likes to bang it all out in that one night. Yeah. But she seems to like to do radio a lot, so, you know, I could definitely ask her and and see what she says. Yeah, I talk through her. She has she has people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, talk, I talk through her uh, girl there who's her contact person. So, yeah, we can definitely try to do that because oh, yeah. she's always a great and informative guest and host as well. And she does many different media appearances. Um, she was telling us about one she does around every holiday and says every single time the guy asks her the same question it has for like 25 years. It's like on a local radio station. But anyway, so last night's topic on the Susan Weed Show, because our show with her is one where it's a, basically a half-hour herbal medicine class. Her other one is people actually call in and say, hey, Susan, you know, I got this rash. What do I do? But this one is more... And it's weird, not that many people have called in, so they haven't mistaken this one for the other one. Very rarely anybody calls in. But it is the highest-rated show almost all the time on the network. Especially archive-wise. Yeah, the archives. People listen on their own time. It's only a half hour, you know, so it's kind of quick. I just noticed that really cool necklace you're wearing. Oh, yeah. I got this from Baltimore. Copper wrapped around. uh, It's a volcano rock. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. In the wood, it's wood and copper and black volcano rock. It's yeah. just a great look. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, anyway, Susan Weed's been with us about four or five years, and last night the topic was lowering blood pressure. Oh, I need to listen to that. And hibiscus tea had been sci- scientifically proven to do so. Uh, motherwort is another one, a tincture of motherwort, which that's what I sent Laramie. When people are trying to get off the pills, there was a scientific study that she cited last night. You can go to the archives that said that hibiscus actually worked better than the drug they were testing against it. So, and also the main blood pressure drug people get actually takes potassium out of the body, which is never a good thing. No. Because we need those trace minerals. I was in the hospital when they when I had low on potassium. Yeah. That wasn't a good thing. Hibiscus, hawthorn, and motherwort are the three big ones. There's probably other things that help a little bit, but a really strong hibiscus tea about three times a day was the conclusion. You can listen to the archive tomorrow to hear her instead of me ramble on about it. Okay. <laughs> but she had actually told me that already before when I asked about my friend. So she had. She had mentioned that. She's like, well, but if he's not going to make, like, the infusions or the or the loose teas, like, more conveniently, a motherwort tincture, she says, works beautifully. And maybe even tinctures of the other, too. Um, so <clears throat> on Wednesdays, as you know, you're listening right now, we're still doing – and this is a very casual episode, folks, here. I'm not really – I, I I'm not reading a thing right now. Um and oftentimes I don't. Sometimes I have stuff prepared that I read, but oftentimes I don't. 
or maybe some cliff notes or something, if anybody remembers what cliff notes were. Oh, I do. But we come on sort of scheduled once a month, but sometimes we come on more often just circumstantially. Just, we have a really good guest, so, hey, let's schedule a show for that Wednesday. Maybe eventually we'll go back to every week. But sometimes that Wednesday is filled up with Janice's show. So her yeah. show is once a month. So then we're still airing something and then maybe even one of the other new hosts. So that's my whole point I'm trying to get to. We are bringing in some once-a-month hosts here, including Eric Broyles, who's another natural medicine expert, who will speak probably of, and to, Dr. Yu, who has cured people of cancer before. And he's around. He practices in, I believe he practices in Manassas. And he even was thinking of doing a Korean language show once a month on the network, and that would just be bring on a whole new like yeah. audience altogether, you know. <laughs> and he's a pro. This guy's a doctor. He's an inventor that put himself to the school. He he came up with some inventions after being a doctor, and a natural doctor. In ac- acupuncture is actually his specialty. But he actually then went, oh well, I have some inventions I want to work on, medically based. And I guess maybe he didn't want to tell them to anybody else, so he put himself to school to be a patent lawyer. <laughs> so he became his own patent lawyer. So he's a very intelligent guy. And he's possibly going to be part of the network. I don't want to announce it ahead of time, but I, Eric already said yes. And Eric's person that's his sort of mentor is this doctor, who, okay. who's this brilliant alternative doctor. And people, Eric says uh, this guy, and he'll tell the story, trust me, Eric will tell the story cured his father of cancer. So I'm very interested in hearing the details in that. Very much so. So now, Eric, we haven't set a date for yet because he's in a bit of getting his situation settled, too. He was in an accident and was in a lot of pain. That's how he knows this doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, But he's recovering and he's back to work and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's good to see that. Um. There's also going to be Matt, Matt Stamp, and Matt Stamp, who was by the sea, he's actually a local guy. He was by the studio here one night, and he's a Chinese herbal medicine practitioner himself. And again, these will be once a month shows. They won't be every week, which will stack up a whole bunch of once a month shows. And in a way, I think that's interesting because it's less commitment for the host, and we can kind of draw in from more people and from more oh, yeah. people's influences and them sharing on Facebook. So imagine if we have 25 hosts on the show and that they're not as committed to always be here every week, which it usually becomes the issue is, you know, it's, you're like, holy crap, it's Wednesday again, which the most you could have is, well, you get two hours a night, you know, so however many you could cram into two hours every week. But my thought was, well, how about just ask once a month? So <clears throat> that's what some of the news is. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that might be coming on. Well, there's a slight possibility Mary Phelan might make a return every once That'd in a while. That'd be a great thing. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I talked to her because we talked about our band, Dragon's Head, doing a television spot on her show, Telepathic TV, which she now records. I don't think they do it live anymore. They don't do it live anymore. They do it like, they record some episodes, like, maybe not as, do they do it every Thursday, or is it just like, not every now and again? Every now and again. Yeah, and then they put it on YouTube. Yeah. They're not really doing the live thing. So we're working out a date for that. I have a feeling it'll be in February. So my band, Dragon's Head, 
will be on that television spot. On Telepathic TV at FPA, where Janice has a show, the World Reggae, reggae Party. Party. Well, I have two. I have World Reggae Party, the, the original. Oh. Then we have World Reggae Party Local RE, where we, well, I, um, it's a TV show. It's our TV show, and um, it's once a month, so it's not that big of commitment like World Reggae Party, the original, which is a, every, a, Thursday. every Thursday, which is a major commitment. Yeah. Um, but you got to drive to that studio. Oh, the studio. I got to. I got to uh, pick out the music. I got to answer the phone. When people want to be interviewed, we got to schedule that. So that's a lot of work. This one is a lot of work, but it's only once a month, and it's TV. Um, the first one was Awelda and the Uprising. Awelda Dawes from Fredericksburg, Virginia. He was on. It was showcased uh, on January fourth. At three in the morning hey. and and twelve thirty, I saw the twelve thirty one, and I was very very happy with it. Now you know, he was like, well, my name was misspelled and you know some different things, but he said all in all he was happy with it too, and it was my first venture into TV, mm-hmm. into my own TV show. Right, and FPA is a pretty impressive studio. Yeah. I've been there myself. Fairfax Public Access for people that don't know. And you walk in there, and yeah, they got the the, the big control room and, and everything. And the, I thought it was fun because in the television studio, they had like a cooking show set up. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if it's oh, still yeah. there. I know there's yeah. a lady that she comes into the store where I work, and does a, and she does a cooking show there. And so she she knew Mary and Neville as well. So those are some of the things we're doing. Um, let's see, upcoming things for my band. Well, we have two magazine reviews of our CD that are going to be in the springtime. All right. One of them is, which is in Pagan's Magazine, which is actually traded in Barnes & Noble, where it has been. So, in fact, when I called my friend Darren and told him about it, he had a copy in his house while I was we were talking about it. So I'm like, it gets out there. So that's, that's a I good sign. I have a side. few copies. They're yeah. old ones, but I have a Yeah, they've been around about 30 years now. Yeah. Family-run magazine. And and she's going to be a guest at some point. So oh. it will be able to make a relationship oh. with them. And maybe, uh, yes, Annie, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we'll um, be building a relationship. In fact, she knew who Susan was. you know, And, and it's like, oh, tell Susan I said hi. So... Uh, um, the other magazine is for people that are local to D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, maybe even Pennsylvania, is Pathways Magazine. Is going to oh, be doing, that's a good magazine. Yeah, they're going to be doing a CD review of us and Woven Green because they said, they said, well, if we do it, we, if we want to do a music review, which they don't always do, I just called them and it was my idea, they said, let's have more than one band. So it might be us and our good friends, Woven Green, who, by the way, was the opening song, Jim and Ashley Cash. And I'll pick another local band that I like or I'm friends with or something, you know, whoever I can think of. I actually even thought of uh, Rob Fahey. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So anyway, uh, some music reviews coming up, as well as that we will be appearing at the Caldera Festival in the springtime, I think May twenty sixth oh, yeah. weekend. It's a Nobody new it's a new pagan music festival. There's gonna be thirty bands, including Wendy Roll, including Tuatha D. Yeah, and Frank. So 
Yeah, Tawatha Dia will be there, Wendy Rule will be there, uh, Mama Gina will be there, uh, some of the other uh, the Dragon Ritual drummers will be there. Um, there's a bunch of fairly well-known pagan bands that are going to be there. Jenna Green will not. I think she was invited, but she had a, a prior obligation. I asked her when oh, she was Kelly on the Anna show. wants to come back on the show. I forgot about that. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be good. I don't know if Kelly Anna's going to be at Caldera Fest, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of known pagan musicians that, that, that are going to be at, like about 30 of them. Now, where's uh, this? Lafayette, Georgia. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Lafayette, Georgia is where that festival is going to be held, and I'd like to give a shout-out to my friends, David Benach, who is, if I'm pronouncing it right, it's a CH, maybe Benach or Benach. Who's, who's running this thing, and to the other people that are... Does he have a brother named Ted? I, I do not know that. Oh, okay. Um, I do know there's also other people that are involved with... Because David Binock has a podcast with people that are friends of our show, and that's William Brigley and Reverend Chuck Chapman. Oh, I know <laughs> Reverend Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Reverend o- Onyx, some people call yeah. him. He used to go by the name yeah, of Onyx. Yeah, I know him. He's a very nice guy. He's a nice guy. He goes on little rants on his show sometimes, but, you know, that, that's nice part of the ch- ch- his charm. Yeah. And, <laughs> in fact, I called him on one of his shows recently, um, and we were just discussing different things and different ethics. I think it was about ethics at a pagan festival and stuff like that, and he was just going off about some bad behavior, <laughs> So, which I haven't seen as much. I think in the old days it might have been a little worse. But I haven't been to a lot of the, like, the festivals and stuff like that. But we were talking about all kinds of different things. It was a fun show. And and Sharon Marley's coming back on February 4th. Sharon Marley, yeah. yeah. Yes, a World Reggae Party. At the World Reggae Party, Janice's other show. And as you said before, this is like Casual Wednesday. We're just talking about some updates. And I also wanted to give the plug, by the way, to William Brigley and, and Reverend Chuck because they run IPR Radio, which is International Pagan Radio, on Live 365. In fact, the musicians there even get royalties, which Ooh. shocked the heck out of me. I was like, well, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> you can play my songs if you want. I didn't really know I was going to get anything for it. I'm, I have no idea what they are. I have not... <laughs> But, yeah, so our band Dragon's Head is on part of their loop. We got, like, three three or four songs on their loop of songs. And they were nice enough on Facebook to post us um, and as well as Ron Goad put a big shout-out for us and posted a song. Ron is with the Songwriters Association of Washington, oh, and, he put, and he posted something about since we're still talking band stuff, and he posted something about totally surprised. I hadn't even talked to him in a little while, and I'd given him the CD, and he said, one of my favorite new discoveries this year, Dragon's Head, and he put, like, a picture of us and, like, a post of one of our songs from Reverb Nation, so that was very nice. So thank you, Ron, for that. And for all the other people, as I mentioned before, who are sort of, uh, friends, of friends of Dragon's Head, as we're a fairly new band, so a lot of people don't know who we are yet, but we're starting to get some media going and I'm really looking forward to the to the magazine reviews and seeing how that goes. Cool. We're close to the top of the hour. I think I was going to go ahead and take a song and bathroom break. <laughs> uh, let me pick a song. Uh, 
Well, there is. Let's do it to us. Yeah, I was going to go to TV here, down here. Hello, Frank and Rex, if you're listening. Okay, we're close. This list has gotten big. It's a lot bigger than it used to be. We'll do Long Black Curl. Okay. We'll be back in a little bit. You're listening to Main Street Universe, the show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe closer to Main Street than you could have ever imagined. And I can imagine a lot. This is Tuatha Dee with Long Black Curl.
Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Main Street Universe, myself and associate producer Janice Harway. Say hello. Hey, hi everybody. And Janice just and I just exchanged our belated Christmas gifts. And this one for me was a gift card for Guitar Center. So thank you very much for that. Always a valuable thing. And a piece of adventuring. Adventuring, yes. Which is supposed to inspire like bravery, right? Is that adventuring's thing? Bravery, um, adventure. Yeah, yeah, just, just like it might say. Yeah, but also prosperity because it's green. Prosperity, leadership, bravery, kind of like yeah. taking charge kind of yeah. thing. Because it's a giant year. We're, we're making 2016 a giant year. I think so. I think we'll have more breakthroughs and some more things happening. 2015 was... Sucked. It wasn't an awful year for me, but it, it, was, sucked. it was definitely like... <laughs> sucked. So... <laughs> I can't say, well, the Parliament was great. I, I would do that again in a heartbeat. And I went on tour, so it was like I had a pretty interesting year. Yeah. And it was a lot of transition. And, a lot of transition. And, and uh, in, in all walks of life, it, it was maybe a, a lot of sickness, not just me personally, but other people. Yeah. It was a really strange year. But, so, but the Parliament was great. Yeah. Uh, um, um, I have a new niece now. You know, she's oh. about six months old. So oh, okay. That was great too. Uh, 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 changing times was good. 
uh, I got into doing more substitute teaching, so some money came in. So it wasn't totally BS, but it's a, but it wasn't all that pleasant either. So that's why I said it sucks. But for me, yeah. it was a lot of emotional up and downs, some oh, com- yeah. some combat, some oh, yeah. some some. Um, issues in some of the artistic projects in it just things uh, evolving and changing but it was also re- really good in the fact that we did put a CD, as far as the band we put a CD out Main Street Universe definitely had some, some alterations and some oh, changing yeah. not always for the worse or just it was a, it was kind of a lot of transformation and I don't know yeah. it, was, it was a Funny year, but it's a funny year. But World Reggae Party exploded practically. Oh, so well, yeah. Now we have a TV show after it. So right, uh, right. And then Sherry Marley came through, and and there's I know that Rita Marley, which is the her mother, uh, has expressed the interest in coming in, and so so and that being like a phenomenal, right. Not saying that Sharon was. Sharon's interview was great too, but that you know, if I can get Rita, oh man. So <laughs> now, how far separated is Rita from Bob? Uh, Rita is uh, Rita's his wife. Oh, he was. She was the wife. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I didn't know if there was like he was the wife's sister, and because oh, no. there's a lot of Marleys out there. Oh, there's a they, lot they, of Marleys. They're, 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 it's, a, it's a pretty big uh, tribe. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Uh, yeah. I, I, I had, Rita's the mother. I had to double check that. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's one degree of separation from Bob. Then. Yeah. The closest thing you could get after that would you have to channel Bob on I'm your right, show. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So, so yeah, Bob Marley's wife. That's very exciting. Yeah. So. And what gifts did you get from your? Well, I have a beautiful. I thought it was a hat, and he said it's a bandana, but I'm still calling it a hat. It, yeah, it's a, kind of a, so. it's a, it's a hat, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a bandana. So I forgot how to do it. Yeah. Now. It's okay. Like, it's like a. A quickie bandana that has a what would you call that a flexible a back flexible band strap band, yes, but then it, but it opens up like but a bandana. But it opens up like, like a bandana, really yeah. quick without having to tie it. Oh yes. But it's still tight. It doesn't have like a you know two. No, it's not going to fall off my head, and I yeah. I love it for my bad hair days, which today <laughs> is one of them. So, and this beautiful uh, little purse in amber color because he knows that amber is one of my favorite things. <laughs> So and these are made by. Um, has a, a little, you know. Um, kind of a sun, I guess. Is that what they uh, do? Yeah, sun inside here. Inside, like inside a, of a diamond. A shape. diamond shape. Yep. <clears throat> so and I, I like suns. Handbag, yeah, I guess is for what would you call oh, yeah. that? Purse, handbag. It's purse. Yeah. yeah, for maybe for traveling, because you know that's for every day, because I'm right. always going somewhere. That this is a little small. Or thing. almost like a going out person. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm quite happy, and I'm glad he likes this present. Mm-hmm. So. Very much so. And I've checked the chat room every now and again. It's been a little slow off and on, but I'm checking it here and there in a different window. Usually if we have a big guest, I put it on this window, but sometimes it slows down and crashes there. Uh-huh. That's why I don't do it all the time, but sometimes I do both. If it's a big guest, and then I can see if anybody is coming in. Jesse, I helped Jesse do her show the other night, and she had quite a few people in her chat room last mm. Friday. 
Uh, it was, for, um, it was her last guest that she had. Uh, I heard a little bit of it. Sharita? No, not Sharita. It was something, somebody with an S, though. Um, I heard a little bit of it last night. Yeah, the lady has actually a pretty good following. Yeah. And. She has a very pleasant voice, too. Yeah. Her, yeah. With Sharita? Sharita, something? It's uh, Shefali. Shefali, okay. It's an honest mistake. <laughs> yeah, Shefali Burns was her name. And so, you know, her and Jesse talk for two hours. You know, she does a two-hour show. And some people like that because some people think if you can't talk about your stuff for two hours, then you're, like, not the real deal. Yeah. I think that's back and forth. I think some people might just get brain farts when they're on the air. It happens to me even sometimes. Oh, it happens to me with Karen Tate. And, you know, me and Karen Tate go back a couple of years. Right, so you're, com- like, you're comfortable with her. Yeah, you know, but I had a brain fart, you know, then, you know, coming back a little late from the bathroom, and it's just, it, it happens. So. Yeah. So. I know, I was actually hoping they had that in the same color as that, but it didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> a girl bought the last one, like, right, it was actually there. And it had it. I mean, I think that one looks really cool, though. I, I like I'm not one, yeah. But in fact, that is different, might be better, it might look Two matching if they were the same, right? A yeah. little contrast. Yes, have to have a little contrast. Both earth, earthy colors, so yeah. you know, which I like too. I like the earthy colors. Oh, yeah, I think it matches the orange to <clears throat> my sweater. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. So it does match my sweater. So. <laughs> so. Now, is there any other guests coming up on World Reggae Party? Uh, any other guest musicians in the near future? Uh, TV-wise, coming up next month is Carl Malcolm and Positive Vibration Band. Carl Malcolm is from Jamaica. Actually, he knew Bob Marley, and uh, he said he's two years younger than, than, oh, okay. than Bob Marley. So I don't want to give out his age, you know, that's that's not respectful. Two years younger than Bob Marley. But he's two years younger than Bob Marley. So, uh, you know, if you add up the time he died and now, you would get, you know. You could do the math. You could do the math. But, you know, he's in his 60s and. Um, We're still. Oh, no, in his 70s. Okay. And um, he's still kicking. He lives in Washington, D.C. Oh. And uh, his wife, Anita. And their children, uh, his son Max is a rapper, and he does a little bit of rapping in, in the Some reggae of the reggae stuff. songs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And the other, the other um, son plays the piano, so he's in there with them. And um, it's a family business, sort of like Tuatadia. Right. You know, they, they take the family out, uh, but they've been taking the family out when they were kids. Right. So, you know, so it's a little bit like Jackson Five too. They were performing as kids, and now they're adults and yeah, and doing their own thing, but still adding it to the family. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Because eventually, well, some will just be like being part of a project, but some will, because some people just like to play, like right, like it. Yeah. But other people are like, I want to do my own, you know, I want to do my own songs, I want to do my own stuff, but I'll still contribute to the family yeah. thing too. I mean, I was always fiercely independent. You know, I always, oh, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to like, not that I wanted to be the boss. I just wanted to do like a project based on my my vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if that meant going solo. I, I'm not really that bossy to work with in the band. And 
it's uh, and, and and he's not bossy on Main Street either. So no, not really. <laughs> if anything, I'm more bossy than he right. is. So, but uh, I'm yeah. He's pretty mellow, guys. And one thing about being in a band, just like when we talked about with Jim and Ashley Cash, there's a fa- another family band, you know, husband and wife team. Oh yeah, and they're so sweet. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I told David about I think <clears throat> next Sunday or something that they're having. Oh, I'm I'm gonna Salmon pretty much go to that. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, I, mean, I was I was I'm trying to talk they, David into they that. They do. I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. Just because they're my friends, they do an incredible job. I mean, you almost want to come out of the meditation to watch them do it. They do such a good job. But, of course, that's not really the point. Yeah. But, I mean, you could, I could still meditate with my eyes open. Some people can't, maybe. But uh, just watching them, I mean, they start off hitting all the ringing bowls, and then there's all these other sounds they layer in. They use some electronics, but they don't rely on it too much. Like, they'll sometimes have, like, a water noise in the background. Oh. And then they use the rain sticks, and then they'll use... If it's air-themed, I think they might use, like, a wind sound. So, because it's funny, because I mentioned that to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, we already do that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, because uh, I was thinking, hey, make it based on, hey, this week it'll be the element of, you know, whatever. But, anyway, then they and they have all these other little per- chimey percussion instruments as well as the, the Tibetan and crystal bowls. As well, it's multi-layered, and then she'll start ooing and eyeing, but very over and over again. Remember, it's a meditation and not really like a song, you know. Yeah. They're not, and then she'll just layer a couple harmonies of hers that just kind of swirl around in a loop, you know. Ah, you know, it's like, and they build these great waves, which kind of gives you those rushes. You know, they're quite good at it. I mean, they really are. It kind yeah. of just it gives yeah, you was, gives you like a natural buzz, you know. <laughs> it does. And um, so okay, cool. And then I look forward to it. So I would definitely recommend it. It doesn't take much of your time, and it's a it's a really good experience. People come in there and just lay on the floor. Some people I I usually sit in a chair. I kind of I kind of like the upright thing, but everybody's a little different. Some people get into a fancy yoga. I loaded. like laying on the floor. Yeah, they so. like bring a little mat and just lay on the floor, and I highly recommend it. And we were talking about the aspect of them being a family band, too. And, and it, it, of course, when they were on the show, they've actually been on this show twice and had their own. And they're, oh, that, that's another host that are coming back. They're going to eventually come back and do a once-a-month show or maybe just do a whatever. It doesn't matter. They can do a quarterly show if they want. Uh, I just think it's to, just to get more people in the network on available oh, nights. Yeah. With some kind of consistency, because honestly, the archives are what people listen to most anyway. It's the modern media where you do it on your own time. Well, for um, uh, well, also in World Reggae, Lenny Carew, that um, that plays, I think, every Tuesday night at Buckham's Cafe, B U K U M. Yeah. Um, in Adams Morgan in D.C., Washington D.C. So he's coming on the show. Um, Junior Marvin wants to be on TV, so I had to figure out. And our my my house band. Everybody calls him my house band. I, I, I and I, I, I rhythm. Yes, yeah. I and I rhythm uh, wants to make their TV debut as well. Oh, okay. So, uh, so that's why I said that World Reggae Party has pretty much expanded. 
I in my room. Seems like they're out gigging a lot. I seem to see a lot of Facebook posts. Oh yeah. So that's it's good to see them working because honestly, it, they're a great band. The, the DC market, even if you're really good, I have never been in such a closed market. It's like tough to get even the dumbest gig, you know. But like, but then kind of, you know, once you're in, and the words and the buzz is out there, it's it's. But I've just been like, just to get the tiniest little. Gig oh, well, you know, they, they the can talk about that for hours. Yeah, but. yeah. It, so. it, it seems just like this closed doors, you know. Uh, even with, even in case of a Dragon's Head, I've even can say we've done a tour. You know, we did an album. We were in, you know, Houston, Austin, New Orleans, Nashville, which was Nashville was a great place, by the way. It, Never been to Nashville. They're they're very friendly to music. There, it's like in the hotel we were staying in. The there was a shopping center behind it. Okay. That one shopping center had like eight places to play. There was like eight music <laughs> venues, and two of them were theaters. Two oh. theaters. Oh. Like two musical theaters, and who knows, they probably rented out the other things too or whatever plays or what probably bigger acts that come into town. Yeah. I mean, it's fully functioning like big theaters. I mean, it was everywhere I looked around, there was like a place to play. Of course, a ton of people go to Nashville too. So there's probably a lot of competition there too. But yeah. but there's also was a ton of places to play. It was just some people. Are, some places are like that. Like New Orleans is a little like that. You just walk down the street, just people playing music everywhere. Oh, people yeah. playing music all the time in New mm-hmm. Orleans, day and night. And uh, even in the wee hours of night. Yes, even late, late. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, I've been there seven times. Even when maybe they should put that instrument down before they <laughs> before they break it, because <laughs> they're, st- they're stumbling a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> then they won't have anything to play tomorrow. But uh, was, I enjoyed New Orleans. I was there for. Oh, uh, but I got to go back. I had to take David there. David's never been there. It's the first time you like get out of the car and see the mass sea of people in this kind of small dimension city, it just, it's so much fun. It's just the human energy that surges oh, yeah, through you. It does. It's like you could be at the cafe down here in this restaurant or whatever, like on the porch, and it's like the streets are so small, almost like an old European city. It's like you could throw the mustard up to them if they needed it, you know. <laughs> it's like... It's, it's been done before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And... Mustard, bras, yeah, necklaces, you know, everything, whatever. yeah, beads, so. uh, and <laughs> yeah. that, that the, the, I love the small dimensions. There's something so homey about it. I, I mean, I wanted to move there after I was there for like five days. I really did. Yeah, I, I did too. But then the flood came, and I'm like, well, maybe I should rethink that. Uh, but uh, yeah, for the hurricane. But of course. Now they'll probably build better flood protection because oh, yeah. now they're gentrifying the place. <laughs> so, so. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt come in there and bought a yeah. house and, and filled them with money. $400,000 houses. It's like it's, I know he might in his mind think his heart's in the right place. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to help rebuild that city. Yeah. I love it there. But he's building like half-million-dollar houses in the Ninth Ward. Lord, yeah. I saw them. I'm like – it, it's, it's it's lifted high. It's it's protected from floods. We I, you know we walked under them. It was part of what we did. We went and visited the ninth ward, and I'm like, the the trumpet player that was the dishwasher is not going to be able to afford it. No, no. <laughs> that, that house. Yeah, uh, he's to bring that down quite a bit. Uh, like. Yeah, because he's got like these greenhouses. You know, that, meaning they're environmentally friendly. Yeah. They're, they're highly lifted off of the ground to be mostly, excuse me, 
I'm belching on one of my other Christmas presents I got, <laughs> uh, which was a dark uh, voodoo ale. A voodoo ale, yes. And he likes it. It was homemade. Yeah. Yes, David and I made it. Oh, great. No, I like this one a lot. Yeah. I actually like this one better than last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I like them a little darker and heavier. But, yeah, that was very funny in a way. I mean, it was just that typical when you're just, you're kind of trying to be nice, but you're clueless, you know, because you've been separated from common people. Oh, so, yeah, for, for a long time. I mean, and that neighborhood was like, it was right there next to, you know, probably the poorest, you know, it's still destroyed, still unfixed. So I understand that we're going to fix it. But yeah, you're going to fix it, and it's going to be nothing but rich people super, super rich people. And, and very, very, very poor people down there. Right, and then they'll have to go even further away from oh, the yeah. main city, you know. Yeah. Much as they they talk about that in D.C. a lot now too, and but granted, in some ways D.C. is a much nicer. And I mean, D.C. used to be a dangerous place. I mean, it was. It was a very violent place. I, so it's like you know, it's that trade-off you get. I mean, but I couldn't afford to live in D.C. You know. Well, uh, well, I used to hang out at if you want to call it hang out. Um, right. Ben's Chili, but well, Adams Morgan. I I, I love hanging out there. Just. But also Ben's Chili Bowl, and uh, Ben's still there, uh, but the neighborhood around it, especially uh, Ben's Part 2 or Chili 2 or something, yeah, yeah. that's the more glamorous part of Ben's Chili Bowl than, than you have the regular one. But all the neighborhood around there has been bought up and yeah. and the new townhouses and, you know, and, and much safer right, right. to hang around. And it is. I mean, like I said, there's a trade-off, but it just always makes people think, isn't there some sort of compromise where it's like the, where the natives don't have to leave because you've made everything so gosh darn it. They have this d- debate like almost, you know, every other week on, you know, like the Kojo Nominee show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're always talking about D.C. gentrification. Yes, we like the city better now. Yes, it's better. But you always have to kick the poor people out, you know, <laughs> to do it. You know? Oh, yes. Those debates are always going on. You know. Of course, I'm not going to get too political here. <laughs> uh, so. <clears throat> Let's check the time. All right. We're actually at about seven minutes left, Janice. Okay. So I think we may uh, unwind here. All right. Sounds like a plan. We could. All right. Here we are. I'm just getting back through the page. I was checking on the chat room and everything. But anyway, like we said, Janice is going to be doing a show, about a once-a-month show, right? Yeah. Reflections and Rhythms. And Jesse's the next one. Jesse and then Wendy Rule. Wendy Rule is going to be in February. I forgot what date. Uh, obviously not the 4th because that's Sharon's day, and that's a Thursday anyway. Uh, right. Well, we'll but, announce the date. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a month or more, more than a month away. So. Next month sometime. Then um, Catherine Samuelson, who I met at Changing Times, Changing Worlds, she has a really beautiful book called Opening Up the Heart, which I haven't finished yet, but it has really beautiful pictures of roses and lotuses. Oh, it's almost like a daily quote attached to a flower. Yeah. Almost like a... Because I knew like a calendar or something, yeah. you know, like um, something and, like that. And there's uh, meditations at the at the back of it. Oh, okay. 
Um, and a little bit like a calendar, you know, it's kind of off page. You know, we don't have 42 days in a calendar. Right, right, but meaning in, in the case of this book, you could probably just, you, you don't have to read it in order. It's, yeah, it's you don't have to read a, it in order. It's like inspirational quotes, nice pictures, yes. some meditations. And uh, Lois Dorsey, who. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Who I wanted to come back in October to talk about. Uh, Rudan and the Gede family and all that, um, but things got kind of messed up physically with me. Um, right. Uh, they picked out a new supreme leader for uh, Haiti in Rudan, and he died on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. And it's kind of fishy, you know, kind of weird, kind of fishy. Uh, um, Max Rubar, who I was very close with, died September 12th of 2015. So the guy was just elected and didn't even step into the um, Ofro or the ritual, the Vudam ritual, and, you know, has a car accident, goes to the hospital, and dies on New Year's Eve. Not a good thing. So... Um, Sorry, that was strange. It was a call coming into this computer. <laughs> yeah, that was kind but anyway. of strange. All right, well. So, like, I like for her to talk about that. Um, uh, so there might be two people in February as opposed to Okay, because it, it couldn't happen in October. Yeah. Um, but the Wendy Rule is definitely coming, and uh, I think the 17th. That, that's kind of like... Picking in my head. Yeah, so. I think I think it's what you mentioned in the, in the message. Yeah. It's my sister's birthday, so I think. It's oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the seventeenth, which is a Wednesday, so one of the main streets will be uh, reflections and rhythms. You're right. So. Okay. Okay, everybody. Well, I think we're going to wrap up here. We believe it or not, we killed an hour <laughs> or almost one, <laughs> and. And just being ourselves too. Yes. So want to thank everybody for joining us and for joining us in the future and for those who have in the past. And remember, all these shows are archived, which means that next week you can listen to last week this week on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Thank you all. Thank you, Janice. Thank you, da oh, David. Uh, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Too many D's in my life. That's thank right. you, Daniel. All right. And thank you all again for joining us. We will be back probably in a few weeks. We'll announce it. So follow the show. You can follow us and get the announcements. We usually send it that day and say this show is about to go on in whatever, an hour or two hours in your inbox. So you're listening to Main Street Universe, the show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined. And I can imagine a lot. Thank you. Have Thank a good you. Day. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.